self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we are conversation Conversation con artists what's going on people it's your boy mr on point and i am flammy red and we are conversation con artists back for another episode what I'm going to need y'all to do is go to www.conversationconartist.com, check out our current episode, our past episodes, the articles that we have um, talking about this week, as well as leaving us some feedback through the mail link on the left side of the page. Hover over that and then sign up for our newsletter, send us uh, some emails, send us some feedback, any of that. You can find me on Twitter at M-I-S-T-E-R underscore on point. And I can be found at red underscore calamity. Also, we are still doing the listener portion of the show. So if you have a question that you would like to send in for us to answer, you can send it in either through the website or you can send it to our Gmail account at conversationconartist at gmail.com. We have two questions today. The first one is a situational question, which is if... Okay, so if you're dating somebody and he texts you when you have plans to go out and says... I honestly rather I honestly rather cook here for you and chill here. I'm broke right now. If I go out tonight, it'll hurt me in the long run tomorrow. If that's cool, then let me know what you have a taste for and I'll get on it. Was he wrong? Wrong is the wrong way <laughs> to ask that question. <laughs> I guess the best way is how would you feel about that as a woman? Because the reality is Every woman is going to react to that situation differently. Some women probably prefer that, and some women probably don't. I mean, whether I would prefer it is going to depend on whether your ass could cook, but it's not anything I would get upset about. I mean, I would never want somebody to, like, fuck up they, the rest of their um, week or, or however long it is till they get paid again trying to take me out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I would I would have... You know, being happy that he was honest about his situation because so many men get stuck on their pride and shit and don't want to admit when they're struggling. So, I mean, I wouldn't have cared. I would have, again, it, whether or not I would have went would have depended on whether or not he could cook. Well, not even if I would have went. If he can't cook, I would have probably been like, let me just pick up some... <laughs> Some pizza or some shit. We can still chill at the house, but uh, you can't cook, and I'm not trying to get food poisoning, so let me just get a pizza. But I wouldn't have got upset, and I don't think... How can you be wrong in being honest about what your situation is? That, yeah, we have made plans, but shit, life happens. So... I think I think one of the problems... I don't think a man would have said I'm broke. Nah. So I think the emphasis on the question is the part about I'm broke. I think that's the part that the question is focusing on in how you should react to that situation. Again, life happens. Like, what am I? I think that the expectation that uh, that you can struggle and other people can't or you can struggle as a female and men can't is bullshit and stupid. Um, again, I'm not going to get upset. Like, you know, maybe he had some unexpected shit to come up. Maybe he had to get a carburetor for his fucking... I don't know. Like, something could have happened to where... The money that he thought he had allocated for like dates and shit, he had to dip into to to fix some some real shit. And like again, why would you get upset about that? Now, if this is a commonplace thing where he just doesn't budget well or whatever, that's different. But like when this is out of the norm for him and, and he just being honest, 
even if it's about him being broke, I don't see why the fuck you should care. Me personally, like I'm not gonna look at him any differently or feel any kind of way about that. Like shit happens, life happens. Being an adult blows sometimes. So I think what happens in our society between men and women is that men are expected to be the providers and women are expected to be the nurturers. And that takes on many forms. It looks different in many ways. And in current society, it those roles are exchanged from time to time. But I think that a lot of women will have a problem with with the idea that he broke. And I think this matters on because if you're if you're not that invested in that person, that might sound really bad. If we're dating for a while, I mean, it could still sound bad. Even I mean, I don't know, maybe I'm just. I just don't care about stuff like that. So like, even if we had only been out a couple of times, again, I'm going to appreciate that you were honest with me and I'm going to feel like, okay, so even when shit ain't perfect, I don't have to worry about you pretending. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just, even if we had just met or, you know, we had only been out a couple of times, I just wouldn't get upset about that. Like that just wouldn't phase how I, have been feeling up to that point about you and that's not going to make me be like oh well he a broke ass and i just need to move on to the next person because again i know that shit happens and i don't know what created this situation and where he is broke where he wasn't before because we had made plans to go out so obviously at the time that he made the plans to go out maybe he wasn't broke and then again something happens and that shit happened all the time like Again, maybe he needed a carburetor. I don't but I know. Think that's where it goes into how long have we been dating? Because that could be a strategy to get you to his house if oh. it's date number two. You know, oh, like yeah. some women gonna be like, mm, no, not going to well, your yeah. house. That, you know, that, this early. That's it could be the truth, but there's other things that you got to consider in the situation. So it matters where you at along this continuum. Yeah, I mean, date four or five might be when a woman is comfortable assuming that that took. A week each you know what i'm saying like a month and a you know about five weeks a woman might be like you know okay we can i think i've judged your character a little bit i've gotten to know some of your personality i mean if you done strategically put five weeks in to try to try something crazy you can get these hands you know what i'm saying Pretty but much. it do matter where you at down that line i, I suppose because I for just, some women if you if you do this in nine months you're gonna be like some women just do care about the money part. Yeah. You yeah. know? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. As men do. Yeah. You know, on, on all of these different things. But I wouldn't, I, def, I wouldn't, how would I tell a woman? That you were broke. <laughs> I definitely wouldn't tell I was broke. I'm telling you, that shit just for the purpose of the question. Ain't no man, ain't no man finna say I'm broke. It's one type of man that would, probably a man that believed that you would pay for it. You know what I'm saying? He would probably be like that, trying to test you to be like, let's see what she gonna go okay, with her but wallet. Why wouldn't you say that you were broke? If you weren't asking, because he, the person in the question isn't asking for you to pay for anything. It's simply saying, hey, let me cook something here because I'm broke. Why would you not say that you were broke if you were broke? <laughs> because I'm gonna politic the hell out that situation. <laughs> I'm on I'm on public relations the hell out that hole. I'm gonna be like, I'm not bro like my mama. She she be like. <laughs> you ain't broke you just between blessings like that's a christian a christian public relations response to some bullshit anyway 
it don't they the same shit? <laughs> like it's the same situation. Between blessings. Yeah, like like, Mama, I'm gonna totally use that the next time I'm broke. I'm like, girl, I can't because I'm between my blessings right now. Catch me next week. Girl. I had to hit my mama with those are synonymous situations. <laughs> like I, I applaud your optimist, your Christian optimism and looking at it differently, but I still can't afford shit. However, I look at it, you know. <sighs> so for me, I wouldn't say that I'm broke. They don't need to know that I'm broke. You know what I'm saying at the moment, and this depends on how far we in. If we a year in, and she know my pay pattern, she know my financial pattern, she know all of the stuff about how I deal with money and spend money, it's different. Then I can explain something. If we early in this situation, it's it's gonna be spontaneous. I guess. Hey, I'm finna. I'm switching the game up on you. <laughs> we coming to my spot. You know what I'm saying? We was gonna go here, but you know what? I want you to check out these skills. <laughs> I'm gonna throw down in the kitchen. You know what I'm saying? And we're gonna watch a movie, and that's how we're gonna get it. Like, I ain't going, I ain't going for the jugular on my situation. Why would I do that? <laughs> that's last that that is last resort type thing. Now, if she is adamant, see, see, but that poses a situation. Because because she might be like, but I really wanted to go to this restaurant. I really wanted to spend some time out of the house. I heard I really about wanted that, to you eat. know, they, they have this wonderful uh, alligator and I really wanted to try that and <laughs> I was looking forward to it. Then what? What you gonna do? To be honest, me, if I was that broke, I wouldn't be setting up no dates. <laughs> if I was really broke, I wouldn't be setting up no date expectations. Because clearly, if she have them kind of expectations, you done said we going here, we going there. And why would I do that on the edge of I might be broke? <laughs> well, it said that y'all had already made plans to go out. So he had made plans to take her out somewhere. At, but some shit happened and now he can't. He's saying, let's just eat at the house. So y'all did make plans to go I out. I wouldn't be making them plans <laughs> with a very stringent piece of money. <laughs> like... <laughs> it's different if you gotta get an engine, <laughs> you know, and it costs you fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars plus labor twenty five hundred. Now that's different, but I ain't making no plans in which they so expensive or so up there that the alternative is being at home and eating. Because hell, eating at home and cooking ain't cheap. It's not. You kind of gotta cook already. Yeah. Like my mama was like, you can come down here, you know, for the holidays last year and cook. And I said, Mama. I gotta bring all my pans. I gotta bring all my pots. I gotta bring. I gotta cook. Like you gotta already be cooking for that to be cost efficient, or you gonna have to have a hood ass ghetto ass meal. Ghetto gourmet. That reminds me of that episode of Atlanta where Ern took her took his girl whatever they are because they're not really girlfriend boyfriend Man. took her out to eat at that restaurant and the the waitress <laughs> kept up selling them like oh what about about this and what about that then the girl was like oh that sounds good let's do that let's get a drink exactly like <laughs> why would I set myself up for that that is too early for that if, if we early on in the situation, it's too early. If we late on, I just don't know where this at. So for me, like it, it depends on those variables. We'll what? probably have to be at the point where she don't quite know all my shit yet, but we've been hanging out and doing stuff enough, you know. But I'm still not comfortable enough letting you know that I ain't got it because I'm not sure how you respond to that. I don't know. I don't know where we're gonna be at. This, like I don't know that. That a whole like I'm gonna uh, so I'm gonna show you my skin like that reminds me 
trying to do this online dating thing and like where people won't be just say what they do for a living but try to make it sound like it like instead of saying that they're a dishwasher that you know they're like a fine china cleansing artist and it's like nigga you wash dishes that's okay just say because it's worse when you try to like make it into this like thing that it's not like you wash dishes that's what you do like fine china cleansing artist my ass like that's what you do like so I get like that you run the risk of of overselling. Maybe I bare bones bit. myself on them damn <laughs> profiles. I ain't shit on them profiles. <laughs> you know, not like I ain't shit, but the only thing I have is my dialogue, my conversation, and myself. I got a lot of other shit going on, but don't nobody else. Ain't nobody else gonna find this shit out for a while. You know, <laughs> because you know they the old people be like the way you the way you get them is the way you gotta keep them. <laughs> if I start cooking a meal on day one. On day fucking 892 If I decide not to cook meals You been cooking meals Exactly What bitch you cooking meals for now Huh <laughs> No you gonna have to accept me For all the mediocre Average ass Shit that I offer <laughs> And all that other shit Is gonna have to be Bonus perks And extra shit <laughs> Like you gonna accept me For me for You ain't gonna accept The version of me that cook <laughs> and, and fool with technology and can help you fix shit and can give you some advice and can give you some good conversation and dialogue and that can play a game with you and all the extra shit. That's perks. You're gonna have to take this average ass mediocre version the, of me. I do the opposite. I feel like because I feel like I do a lot of stuff that like the average thirty something euro like as, maybe not I don't know you tell me like I play video games I feel like that's not something most women this age do I don't know if that's good or bad but I make sure that that's known because I feel like that's a selling point for me that's different that's different from and I'm gonna be willing to play video games like well maybe not cause you know I get in moods where I'm like I don't wanna do anything but watch King of the Hill so I might not wanna play video games I might wanna just sit on the couch and like not do shit and you know that that might be alright for that dude because two people that play the hell out of video games ain't gonna have <laughs> no kind of relationship they ain't gonna be battling or they gonna have to set up I already got it in my head that whoever I'm going to be in a serious relationship with mm-hmm. for the long run, it's going to be two TVs in every room. I just, I, that's just what I believe. It's going to be <laughs> one set up on this wall and this wall, her watching whatever she watching, and me playing the game. And sometimes I'm going to watch. Have headphones. That's going to be a loud ass fucking We'll room. work that out. We'll work that out. You know what I'm saying? But she, sometimes I'm going to watch what she watching, and sometimes she's going to play what I'm playing. But for the most part, ain't going to be no. <laughs> I gotta fully commit to what you want to do all the time, and you gotta fully commit to what I want to do all the time. It ain't I, in my head. That's how my world gonna be. <laughs> she can participate or not. I can participate or not. But ain't gonna be no. You never watch what I want to watch. Uh, no. I'm, but I'm in the room and we touching, <laughs> and I'm looking at my screen and you looking at your screen, and our backs is kind of leaning on each other. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. You know That's what I'm funny. saying? So I mean. That's just kind of the situation. So, and then this this other spectrum of women that loathe the video games. Which I don't understand how you could hate video games. Like I understand you not understanding why somebody plays them as much as they do, but to just hate them, I don't. And maybe it's because I grew up in a household full of boys, and so I've been exposed to video games my entire life. But I just don't.
don't there's nothing that like somebody does that I don't like or that I don't get that I hate. You know what I'm It's saying? like they don't expect men to grow up. They think it's a kid thing and when you grow up you're supposed to grow out of playing I games. Have you seen some of these fucking video games kids are not even <laughs> capable of fucking playing Uncharted <laughs> This shit, like it, they, they're not I was online games. playing the division with a 62 year old. <laughs> Seriously, telling us about his life. The, the party was me, a 32 year old, him, 62, a ninth grader, and a sixth grader. What the fuck? And he <laughs> kept he kept different generation. He kept referring to the ninth and the sixth grader as babies. Oh <laughs> no, you can't do that now. <laughs> I mean they were cool about it The 6th grader had a younger brother That kept running in saying stuff And he was being a fucking young ass kid We were trying to Defeat groups of people That was really critical And he was like Hey I'm gonna go to my menu And check on my color skins Yeah I got a new skin I picked one up And I was like Kid Get the fuck Get out of your menus And come and shoot people We have spent money on this mission We not about to waste it <laughs> and the old man was like, "Yeah," and the ninth grader was like, "Yeah, shut your little dumb ass up and play." <laughs> you know, it was fun. But there are women who believe that you know, uh-huh. you get a certain age, you're supposed to grow out of that shit. Me and her not gonna be in no relationship. Like when I find like, I will invite you to play the game early on. That is a prerequisite. <laughs> if you be like, "Oh, I don't play games." All right, X. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? X on your ass. <laughs> it's a wrap. Uh, I mean. Like, okay, I know that I know how I am, and I know that I go between not even extremes, I go between like, hey, let's spend some time together, and hey, I'm just gonna sit over here by myself for a little bit. And so, video games help me in that because you're not gonna notice my absence if you play in <laughs> fucking the division. So, I have no problem with video games because I know how I am and I know that I'm a very not even an individual person. I just like being my because I've been by myself I think for so long that I just think I used to that shit and so like I had a wedding to go to this weekend killed me. It killed me. I It fucking it was not that the wedding was terrible just it was so much socialization and I was just kind of like I'm ready to go home <laughs> and be with my dogs that are gonna play with each other and kind of leave me alone and I can just like chill out and regain my like I just can't take a whole shit ton of socialization so games is my saving grace because then I cannot be bothered for a little while like you beat you know this hard level that you've been playing for two weeks I don't know if games have those kind of levels anymore where it takes people that long to beat them but I just think this whole situation just goes into a lot of random expectations that different people have and some women will accept some women won't you know but my motto is honesty is the best policy i mean if at the end of the day i would know see i'm a worst case scenario thinker (laughs) if i had a little shred of money and i know my car been knocking for a little while (laughs) i ain't gonna be like hey we going out on the town we finna go and get we going to the best restaurant boy we finna try this shit because if that happens I'm going to be like, I don't set people up for expectations that I cannot deliver on. I'd rather be like, you know what? The next one going to be on me. <laughs> the next time we go out, is I'm telling you, I'm going to put some good shit together. Now, when good shit together time come, if I got the money, we're going to go out. We're going to buy a lot of control. If I don't got the money, girl, 
home dinner. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Movies. I got selections. I got games. I got TV shows. <laughs> we can have Chinese, but I cook, so I'm gonna oh, be. Yeah. It's gonna be a different Chinese. situation for yeah. me. <laughs> you yeah. know, so. But that's what I said. That's the that's another variable because what if you can't cook, or two, you can only cook shit like I'm lactose intolerant so you know mac and cheese ain't gonna get it I can't eat that shit I don't want no mac and cheese I don't eat mac and cheese unless you want to see me in pain for two and a half hours so it just depends there are a lot of variables that go into whether or not that would work but I don't know I just would I'm a very I just don't care like stuff like that does not bother me and I wouldn't now yeah now thinking about the if it's too early and you just trying to get me to your house type shit I would care about that outside of that though I just don't care like I you know they say that there are people who are math geniuses and who go on to such an elevated level of math that they can't remember a time when they didn't know mm-hmm. little remedial mediocre math. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel with cooking. Like to me, you should be able to fucking cook something. It ain't hard. <laughs> it just takes patience and tools and and a fucking recipe. You know, like but if you, you listen to this episode and you having trouble cooking, send me an email. <laughs> I will help you understand how to create things that are delicious. It ain't hard. Like, I just don't think... His meals are delicious. I benefited from many a meal. Um, Gained weight, actually, probably. Solely based on eating his food. And she still does not know which of them have sugar in them. Why you fucking had to bring that up? Like, (laughs) I was trying to forget about the fact that you put sugar in shit that it don't belong in. Because I I want you to know. I don't want to think about it. I want you to know that it exists, but not nowhere. That's what I want. It's fucked up. That's why. I'm going to remind you constantly. But what you have to keep in consideration is that there are men out there that don't believe that men should cook. That's what I that what I'm finna say. Like that that's that ego pride bullshit. There are men like, that don't feel like they should learn to cook. They're just gonna find a woman that's gonna cook all their meals for them. Which is see, not gonna be me. And that's gonna be another conflict for me. If I fuck around and run into a woman that believe that shit and I wanna be cooking. <laughs> We gonna have a situation because she gonna be like, wait a minute, what is my role then? If you're cooking half of the time, or if you're putting food on the table in terms of when I get back from work, what you're taking away my like it's women out there who believe that yeah, shit too. I know it's a large is. feminist movement, but there are still women that yeah, there. And are. I think the feminist movement is supposed to represent a man not having the expectation and a rigid idea that a woman do that. I think that's what the part that part of the feminist movement represents but there are women who just they that's what they going to do and that's what they want to do and they won't have a problem with it they'll be happy with it i'm gonna have a problem with her (laughs) and so it's just so many variables when it comes to these relationship things that i mean i'll be able to work anything out with anybody i feel you know as far as it comes to that shit yeah the things i'm really gonna have problems with is the ideological differences as to where for me right now, where I'm at with my faith, oh, yeah. it's going to be very hard to find a woman that can be like, oh, yeah, so you don't, I go to church, but you don't quite believe right now? No, she ain't going to be like, especially yeah, I accept here. you. Especially here in the Bible Belt. <laughs> yeah, like that's that's going to be this so ideological differences is where, yeah. where it's going to be really hard to compromise. I can compromise on that extra shit as far as cooking, as far as video games and TV and all of that extra shit, but... 
I just still think that all of this dialogue represents differences in individuals. Different individuals are going to respond differently to this thing. But at the end of the day, be honest to me. Just yeah. be that that type of honesty in that question is not something that you're gonna find in a lot of men. If you got a man that will be honest with you even about unfavorable shit, then you need to find a way to deal with it because that means that you're dealing with an honest person. And that means that they're gonna be honest consistently. Tell you look fat in that dress. <laughs> and then it's, it's real honesty because to be real with you, he could lie about that whole situation and you not know. He yeah. could be he could be sick. Yeah. His mama could be going through something <laughs> and you know, y'all cannot do nothing. You know, the fact that a man would say, I'm fucked up right now, that that gotta be the truth. Yeah. Or that's a new type of liar that y'all need to fucking be afraid of. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um so the other question um was about the drop or the decline in the divorce rate and what we think that the cause of that is. Why are people not getting divorced as much? Now, from my perspective, and this is just from doing my just from my job and from I obviously I've never been married, but I have friends that have been. I don't know that it's that people are getting along or communicating or seeking out therapy or anything anymore as as much as it seems like people don't get divorced. They just like go their separate ways. They're still legally married, but they just because I have at least two clients that are in situations like that. And I've had friends that have been separated for years before even getting divorced. Like they just been living whole separate lives. So I don't know if it's that people are getting along any better as it is that they just may not be. I don't know if divorce is more expensive. I didn't look up the like if it how much it costs as opposed to how much it used to cost. But a lot of people just don't bother with getting fucking divorced. Not to mention that divorce comes with settlements and people don't want to go through alimony and child support and so you know what I'm saying so I, I, for me I don't know I don't know I don't know that the rate is indicative of like better relationships <laughs> so. I got a different theory I think that when we started realizing that divorce was on the increase that was just a matter of time before that shit plateaued. <laughs> I think that it's more like there was a finite amount of marriages in which people started getting divorced and it started going down and it just curved out. Everybody who want to be divorced, divorced now. <laughs> and hell, everybody who wanted to stay married, even through the bullshit, still married. And it's, they going to keep divorcing, but it's just going to be harder. It's like everybody who wanted to divorce and who would take the easy way out went on and did it. And now the only people that's left married is people who've been sticking it in there, people who don't believe in divorce, people who gonna stay with that shit, and people who gonna be married until they fucking die. Well, until they make die, then they gonna get remarried to somebody who they <laughs> really wish they would have been with the past fucking 30 years. But I think that's what it is. I think it's just a matter of everybody who wanna be divorced now, done divorced. You know? I mean, if we're talking about the last 15, 20 years where this shit really done came into the forefront, divorce really done came into the forefront, I think everybody who was like, oh, shit, it's become more socially acceptable than uh, 
even with my faith considered. So I'm finna do that shit. And then they do it because it's been normalized. And now everybody don't want to be divorced, just divorced. And now they ain't remarrying or they just having partners or they remarrying the person that they wish they would have been married with. And now they doing all right. (laughs) You know, I mean, so I think that is kind of how that's playing out right now. Maybe. I I just know so many people. We would have to look at the rate of divorce. Yeah. Comparatively. Then and when it started versus now. Yeah. If we're talking about when it first started, five people a week were getting divorced, and now 0.5 people getting divorced, then that would mean that the rate is different, which is what I think I'm speaking to. Yeah. We would have to look at the rate. If yeah. we're just looking at the numbers, it could be a whole bunch of different variables yeah. that go into the numbers. Hell, <laughs> divorce lawyers might have got expensive as shit over the last 10 years. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know like what the cost of a divorce... Because, I again... And here's my... I, Whenever I see situations where somebody's like, well, he's separated. I'm not finna date you. Like, for me, in my mind, the way that I look at this shit, since I've been an old enough adult where it's been a problem. Like, you know, when you're in your 20s, you don't really have to worry about that shit too much. But late 20s, early 30s is when you get into situations where people might be married or have already been married or whatever the case may be. For me, in my mind, and the way that I approach situations, separated me, we working on it, divorce means it's over. So holler at me when it's over. I don't do the separated shit. Like, I just, not gonna do that. My personal preference, not finna do that. If you are indeed done with that person, that the divorce is what legally separates everything out. And there's no nothing. I'm not going to date somebody that's like separated from their spouse still. Because guess what? That is still their spouse. (laughs) So what if somebody that you met, would you rather have? Which one would you rather have? The person is divorced. Mm -hmm. Would you rather have them tell you early on that they have been married before and they divorced? Or would you rather that something that they don't really talk about at first because it ain't particularly relevant? And then that you find out later or that they tell you later. Like, is that is that one of those things you need to break for early or late? Uh, okay, so the way I'm <laughs> getting this goes, I think online dating has fucked me up. But from my experience, I would rather find out later. And the reason why I say that is this. Most of the time when that's the first thing somebody wants to talk about, it's still an open wound. <laughs> like, I don't want to date somebody that's still licking their wounds. And so... If the first thing you want to do is tell me how shitty your wife was and how horrible your marriage was and how unhappy you were that like you still haven't gotten past that. And honestly, considering what I do, I don't want to help you get through that because that's what I do. work. I don't want to do that. I want to find somebody that's already crossed that bridge. But I built a bridge and got over it and then moved on. And that just is like, oh, by the way. I was married, not anymore. There were no kids or there were what up now if there are kids, you gonna probably find out earlier because you you found out about the kid. Now that I do wanna know fucking up front about the kids. But if you were married, no children were produced from it and you're divorced, I would just I would feel better if it came up kind of organically instead of like because again, my experience, people who talk about it at first and like go on about it's because they still and i ain't got time for that like i don't have time for you to still be dealing with whatever issues that relationship created for you that you need to process through i ain't trying to do that so for me that's not a thing that i would need to know like up front because that's not something that's gonna i'm not gonna feel any kind now if you've been married like you know, you know four five times 
the fuck's going on there but commitment issues yeah outside of that though that your divorce isn't something that i like have to know up front kids absolutely because i need to decide if I want to deal with your babies and not, or how old they are. Are they old enough to be like, you ain't my mom? Like, I just need to know those things. Yeah. But divorce, and eh, you know, that just can come up organically and it'll come up eventually, you know. But yeah. Yeah. I ain't got nothing else about it. Oh, okay. I mean, what, what about you? Do you care if somebody tells you up front that they're divorced or not? My concern as it pertains to women, I guess, is having kids. I don't really care if you divorced or not, but did that divorce leave you with some kids and a bit of husband and a bit of self that I got to figure out what to do? Is the baby daddy crazy? Because I don't heard some situations in oh, this yeah. counseling world. Like, yes. Yes, yes, I yes. would not deal with you if your baby daddy crazy. Like, we could be having a good time chilling. Your kid might like me. If I ever see your baby daddy out of somewhere, he try to beat my ass at the gas station. <laughs> That shit will end the shit. <laughs> you need to put a handle on that. You know, otherwise you just you just you just got them on in his lasso. And he gonna be fucking up your relationship the rest of your life. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you gonna have to ring that shit in. Yeah. You know, at some point. Because yeah. I can promise you, I would never be a threat to no kid. You know, so a fucking baby daddy would be fucking gracious to have a nigga like me in there. <laughs> <laughs> you know. But if he can't even accept that because Cause he don't know and he just got a problem with the general you know another nigga raising my kids then i'm out sorry holla <laughs> peace <laughs> yeah it's been some crazy especially just in the birmingham area in general <sighs> it's been some crazy domestic violence situations with exes and ain't nobody got time for that i'm not I, trying it, to die I'm i know trying to die. i'm sorry because uh, what if we get together, we chilling, we get married, he kill your ass. <laughs> now I got some kids that ain't even got my blood. <laughs> that done told me you ain't my daddy before. <laughs> and, and I ain't gonna be able to do that. <laughs> and like I said, I'm a worst case scenario thinker. You are. So I ain't going for that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I ain't even going for the situation. I mean, I'm getting to the age where my level of intervention can't be at women that don't have kids because <sighs> I'm 32. Yeah. Unless I'm I'm ready to date somebody young. Yeah. I had to let that shit go too. Which as a man I can do and it'll still be okay. I mean I could do it but why the fuck would I want to? I didn't like women dating wouldn't young do that. Do- Most women, a do. lot of women women who have whatever the opposite of daddy issues <laughs> is that make you want younger <laughs> people because it's usually they want to date older men. Yeah. Not younger. Some like dating. Some do. Some got that. I ain't got time for this shit. I ain't like dating that age when I was that age. So like, the fuck I look like. Um, yeah, I had to let that go because most people have kids, and I feel like people who don't have kids at this point are like unicorns running around. And what are the fuck are the odds of me finding a unicorn? So I had to let that. I still have a like one. If you have, I don't like multiple kids by multiple women because again that's a commitment fucking thing like why you gotta have a baby with everybody you date like what the fuck if you don't take care of the kids that you got that's a problem because I'm not stupid enough to think I'm gonna be special if you did it to her and her and her guess what you gonna do that shit to me when you get tired of my black ass so now if you don't take care of your kids that's a problem if you have like five or six kids 
I'm not interested. I got two dogs and then your five kids. And I know that you a guy, so they're not going to be over all the time, but they're going to be over sometime. And they're going to probably have an ad. I ain't got time. It's too much. That's too much commitment for me. I can't do that. So one, two at the very max. And I don't really even like two, but two kids is my limit. I can't do more than two kids. I don't care if you were married. You know, I'm sorry it didn't work out with you and your wife, but if y'all decided that y'all were going to have five kids together, I don't know what to tell you, player. I can't do it. Well, this is my thing. I have a lot of people in my circle that don't have kids. And so, from the skewed perception of my existence, (laughs) damn, there's a lot of women and dudes that don't have kids. But in reality... It's not that way at all. (laughs) I just don't gravitate towards people with kids. And so when I meet people that don't have kids, they become a part of my circle because that shit. So it's like it become a skewed existence for me. It's like it don't look like that shit around me, but it is. And the thing is, I don't really I like I don't hang around my cousin as much as I used to because they they, the kids are always there. And what I've learned as a therapist that work with a bunch of kids is I'm great around kids with fucking trauma. If you ain't, if your kids ain't fucked up, I don't even know what to do with them. <laughs> I know that sound backwards as hell, but it's just like I have a large set of skills to help people that need help. I don't have a large set of skills for people that don't need help, but I'm good with adults because I'm charismatic and I can talk and I can cater to. But when it comes to kids that ain't got problems, I don't know. <laughs> Like, hey, you want some candy? Well, now I sound like a fucking creep that's yep. trying to get you in the back get of a fucking van. <laughs> and then I'm using big words, and I'm like, I, I used the word on a kid the other day that was, it was all kind of fucked up. Like, I just don't even, I'm too logical to work with kids, to deal with kids. <laughs> I be using words, and then I got to go to find that word, and then in the definition, it's a word find, that I shouldn't have yep. used, and I'm like, I got to be more careful with the words I use because I'm better with adults. One, I'm good with adults. I'm good with adults that need therapeutic help. I'm good with kids that need therapeutic help. And on the bottom of that totem pole is kids that don't need shit <laughs> except good parenting. And I ain't your fucking mama or your daddy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I don't See, know. I have the opposite experience though because everybody in my circle has kids because I'm socially awkward and I don't bring people into my circles very often. And so most of the people that are in my circle are people who've been there. And I'm every female friend that I have met. No, with the exception of one, two, with the exception of two, every female friend that I have made between high school, college, and now got children. And so we don't get to hang out and do shit as much because they have kids. I ain't really down with hanging out with you and your kids because like I don't hang around kids very often and so then when I do and they getting into shit I'm irritated you cool with it because this your life this is not my life and I'm just kind of like why she won't fucking sit down what is she doing stop that put the ketchup down she got ketchup everywhere like I I'm not I don't mm -mm. so my so that's why I look at people without kids as unicorns because from my perspective most people have kids in my circle. Like I said, because I'm weird and I don't know how to make friends as an adult. Um, I, the only people that I've, in, not even really, but kind of included are like the people that I work with now. And every single one of them is married with kids. I'm like the only person, only single female person in the office that don't have no kids. So, 
my worldview is a little different. It, like the reality, our realities are the same, but our like views are different. Like our personal surrounding is different. But yeah, I don't know. Anyhow, we just rambled on for so long with these questions. Mm-hmm. But if you have a question that you would like to listen to us ramble on about, you can send it in through the website or you can send it to the Gmail uh, account at conversationcardinartist at gmail.com. And since we were talking about divorce, I guess I'll lead with J-Lo and Mark Anthony. Um, so Jennifer Lopez and Mark Anthony were married. Don't remember what year because I didn't give a shit. But they had a set of twins. They were married for a while. I think seven years, got divorced. J-Lo went on to be a cougar and was dating this young dancer. And Mark Anthony went on and got somebody his age and married her. I think maybe they had a kid. I don't fucking know. Anyhow, apparently J-Lo and Mark Anthony have been working together again on an album. And she presented him with some award here recently. And was going on and on about what a special person he is and how wonderful he is and what a great father he is and blah, blah, blah. And then the next day, he filed for divorce from his current wife. And I don't know if it has anything to do with them working together or that they're about to get back together. I hope like fuck that's not the case because I am a firm believer in if we break up, it's for a reason. And sometimes time makes you forget what that reason was i'm not going to go back and date somebody that i've dated before and the shit didn't work out to the point where we didn't got a divorce i'm not remarrying you that's crazy like i know people can change and i know i might change over time and i know you might change over time and but i am not a, a go back kind of person so I'm not going to get back together with someone because there's a reason why we didn't work the first time around. There's a reason why. And for me, that is going to be a substantial reason because I'm not somebody that's going to like end something over some trivial shit. So if it ended, it ended for a good ass fucking reason. And so, no, we can co-parent. Uh, we might even be cool because for the most part, I'm able to be cool with people that I date because I'm the kind of person that I'm mad Till I'm not mad no more. And then I'm never mad again. I don't give a shit about it anymore. So I'll come to your next wedding. Bring the kids. Be fine. But we not getting back together no more. So I don't know if he's leaving his current wife to go back with J-Lo or not. That's kind of what it looks like. But what the fuck? His wife might be crazy. She might be. He might have knew that when that kiss happened on TV. <laughs> oh, Lord Jesus. By the time this play, I need to be divorced. Because <laughs> this bitch is coming. <laughs> That might have been how I was. Maybe. Maybe. Let me file these papers and get out of here. We're going to leave the country for at least a year. J-Lo, your life is in danger. <laughs> Children, your lives are in danger. Because she coming. You are such a worst case scenario person. Like, I did not even cross my mind that she might have been like insane. And so he has to save himself. He might be in some being athletic gone girl shit. Oh, shit. That bitch was crazy. That's what I'm saying. It's possible. That bitch and gone girl was out of her mind. Uh, it's, women, it's women in the hood that crazy. Yeah. Except they don't have the money to go on no binge across the country and oh, do yeah. whatever. They yeah. just pour hot grits on your ass. <laughs> I mean, that's what they do. <laughs> they can afford well, grits and your, water uh, fuck, and a pan. Fuck your car. I don't know why people like to do that. Like, oh, especially somebody that's like riding on them things. You fuck his because car. Because men, cars are a lot of men's prized possessions. Yeah. 
Like I don't care about things like that. I don't. So that would never. You'll never be able to get at me with that. Somebody would have to come and be like, "Oh, your food is disgusting. It's nasty. Had to choke it down." <laughs> got to go deeper than that. You got to go. To, I accept differences in opinion about my food. I do about a lot of shit. Like, what would you have know. to do? I don't even know. Cause you're so. It's a couple of folders on my computer. You can come in and delete. <laughs> I'm not talking about my porn. <laughs> you can delete that. That's fine. I'm talking about like my poetry, my old schoolwork, all that other shit. I mean, if you were to delete that, that'll feel. I'll, I'll feel a certain way about that. That being said, all my shit for various reasons is in the cloud. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe I'll get mad that you had the audacity to do it and knew that what you could do to get to me and you did it anyway. <laughs> maybe I would, but otherwise. I've never destroyed somebody's property. I just don't give it. I don't, I don't get that mad. Like I get mad at people, absolutely. And I am the queen of 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 giving you the silent treatment and acting like your ass don't exist. That I can do all day. But I don't. I ain't finna take. Cause here's my thing. If you think I'm finna, I'm mad at you, so I'm gonna take the time out of my fucking day to come fuck with your shit. You out of your mind. If you think that I give that much of a fuck about you at this point, at the point that I'm that angry, I'm not finna waste my time fucking. I don't care what you do. You can go drive that car off the nearest bridge for all I give a shit. I'm not finna take time creeping around in 40 degree weather trying to kill a car or slash them. I don't give a shit. Like I've never been somebody to destroy property i've never gotten that upset i've never been in a physical fight like i just don't get that mad about stuff like i said i'm much more of a passive aggressive type person so i will just make you feel like you don't exist in my world anymore that's pretty much it i'm not finna because anything else requires too much energy and at the point that i'm that angry at you you're not worth my energy in my mind so i'm just i don't give a shit i might ignore you but to go along with what you were saying that's kind of my philosophy too. When you're in a relationship and you get out of it, all of the bad shit that that happened, it subsides because your mind don't want to think about that shit. And all of the good shit just start glowing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just glowing like hell. And when you see that person, you'll be like, oh, this she glowing and shit. I remember, you know what I'm saying? We was having some good times. But and then when you get into the situation, you realize this shit ain't what I thought it was. Cause she gonna slap your ass in the back of the head and you'll be like, I remember you doing this shit. Last time. Last time. Oh, you wait, know what I'm saying? Why and then you're going to have relationship PTSD. That shit come back on your ass. And then he going to forget to pick her up. And she going to be like, I remember why this underpinned motherfucker. I, know, I remember why we got broke up this time anyway. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then it turned into a situation where, you know, you realize that the reason that you broke up are still here. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And as far as me, I'm like, a, I'm such a worst case scenario thinker that at the point that. We have a dialogue about breaking up. Then, if there was not a scenario that I can think of in which we can make it better together, I just don't see it being no way that we can put the situation together apart. Like my past relationship, we just we just grew parallel. We didn't grow apart, but we didn't go together. And at the point in time that we sat down and had a conversation, I didn't know how we could start growing together. And so, in my mind, it was best that we just go our separate ways. And so I'm not going to take the risk of trying to jump back into that situation with the same dilemma that we had that separated us from the jump. Yeah. That just don't, it, it doesn't don't make, make sense. sense. Like, 
I've never understood why people go back and forth and back. I ain't finna do if we break up again because I know me and I know that I am not a trivial person. At the point that I agree that we don't need to be together no more, there was a, a serious enough reason or a valid enough reason for that. And I'm not going to ignore that because some time has passed and you might have maybe got your shit together. Cause I don't know what that looked like behind this and I'm not gonna find out. So <laughs> Once we broken up, we that's it. We're not getting back together. I have never redated somebody, and I'm not going to. It's just, for what? Now, that doesn't mean, like I said, I, we could be friends. I rarely have situations where I am unable to be friends with people that I date. And it's really because I'm the kind of person that I'm mad when I'm mad, and I'm over it when I'm over it. And I don't give a shit no more. <laughs> that. And so we can be pals. Not gonna matter to me. I be telling people I feel like I can get any job that I've ever had back in yeah. any relationship I've ever had back <laughs> if I tried and wanted to. Now, I don't think that's true and it's a very cocky thing to say, but that's I just wanted to represent how strongly I try not to burn burn bridges and how yeah. connected I try to stay to people, uh, even when we, you know, have to go our separate ways for whatever reason. You know, I haven't ended a relationship bad you know i mean bad shit have happened to lead to the demise of the relationship <laughs> but it was not one that created a situation where i couldn't be your friend i couldn't continue to talk to you i couldn't answer your phone calls i couldn't call you if i might have needed something i i ain't never experienced that and every time i tell people that i, I feel like people will believe that about you before they'll believe that about me and it's simply because i think that people get so used to women being so emotionally driven and it's not that i'm emotionless i just and it may be because of what i do for a living i just again when i'm mad i'm mad and once i'm over i'm over now what that means though is and people there have been people that have, have found this out um <laughs> Once I'm not mad anymore, I'm also no longer interested. And so that's another reason why we would never be able to redate because like you you just kind of become undateable in my mind and as far as my emotions are concerned. Like I just don't care ever again. It's just the way it works. You in, we in, you <laughs> So but I every time I tell people that I don't think they buy it as much as they would buy it from you because I think that it's a lot more believable that men are able to be detached from situations than women are, which is bullshit. You got a fucking, you got a fucking gang relationship mentality. <laughs> do you jump? Do you jump your dudes in too? <laughs> do you whoop your whoop their ass? And do you use weapons? I do not. <laughs> <laughs> like if you in, you in. If you out, your ass is out. That's what it is? Death. It's how, it's like there's a switch. When the switch go off, that shit is off. There's like padlocks and number locks and fucking safes and it's like Fort Knox in this bitch. You can't ever touch the switch again. Never goes back on. It's just how it is. Now, that might not be the most healthy thing. It's not healthy if another man walk into all them locks and switches and shit no mm -mm. no you everybody has a fair chance at the switch <laughs> being on now if you fuck it up and it goes off that's when the locks and shit come on but it's never that way for like whoever comes in after the fact but yeah no it's just how that works i got you so <laughs> 
So Pence uh, went to go see Hamilton. This bitch. Now, if you listen to the episode in which I was talking about how much I love Hamilton, Hamilton is amazing. I would listen to every single bit of history if it was written and sung <laughs> like Hamilton. <laughs> I mean, Alexander Hamilton just happened to be a fucking exemplary motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? But I would listen to all the history like that. I mean, I don't want to hear no shit about no slaves and all of that <laughs> shit. Like any uh, anybody else in history that they would have done this about, it it wouldn't have been as positive. <laughs> you know what I'm I mean, at the point that Alexander Hamilton was trying to eradicate slavery and everybody else was trying to keep it, like it ain't gonna be that many great motherfuckers like that. But I love Hamilton. Uh, it's hard to get tickets to it to see, yeah. but if you got Spotify or Apple Music or any of those. You should listen to the soundtrack. It's a great story. It's like hip hop. It's like a little bit of rap, a little bit of R and B, a little mm -hmm. bit of jazz, just a bunch of different styles telling the story of Alexander Hamilton. Love that shit. Pence went to go see it. Might I just take a sidebar here to ask why the fuck he went to go see Hamilton in the first place? Why not? He don't really seem like he would be interested in that story, but okay. I mean, he might like Broadway, you know. It's a plenty. Of, it's plenty of other Broadway shows he could have went to besides Hamilton. But listen, at the end of the day, that shit is about the founding fathers, because it's got George Washington in it, John uh, Adams, James Madison, um, Aaron Burr. Thomas Jefferson. It got all of those founding fathers in it. So I mean, but with a hip hop influence. Like Pence just don't seem like the kind of motherfucker to be. But going five to stars a is five stars. You I know guess. what I'm saying? I guess. Yeah, maybe Pence don't like that part, but I don't think that a lot of people would avoid a a top rated Broadway because it's got a certain theme they don't like. A lot of people also would want to electrocute people to get the gay out of them, but Pence does. But I digress. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. They started booing the shit out of him when he got there. These are the fans and people just because America is fucking sad right now and well, confused. Because Satan and his <laughs> fucking minions are going to be running the country Potentially, for It might not play out that way. Have you seen the motherfuckers he's putting in his cabinet? I see. Neither but, here nor there. Listen, oh. I'm still not preparing for hell to exist tomorrow. Well, I am. I'm not. I'm not. Getting my holy look, water together. I deal with hell when hell is here. Right now, I'm hoping that hell ain't gonna happen. See, you gonna be that person that don't believe the zombie apocalypse is gonna happen. You gonna get eaten, and then I'm gonna have to shoot you. See, you use the wrong example because I'm already prepared for the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> you fucking up. You gotta come with something else. Uh, uh fucking uh, demon and angel war. Not prepared for that shit. I'm prepared like hell for the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> I just want to let you know that. <laughs> I keep but getting I get this your off point. Track. Okay, but that's the wrong one. <laughs> I keep getting this off track. I'm, it's just they're they're the women. Oh, go on. Listen, for whatever reason, clearly Hamilton. To your point, Hamilton. The reason he got booed is because it's likely a whole bunch of people that value diversity, a whole bunch of people that like hip hop, and a whole bunch of people that don't fuck with white haired demons like Pence. So, but they got booed. That's beside the point. He came in to see the show. The point is, Hamilton, the creator of Hamilton created a monologue for Pence. After the show ended, they asked Pence to stay, which he obliged. He stayed, and they talked about being the diverse group of people in that show that are afraid that his administration and Trump's administration won't represent them fully. 
And they were hoping that him seeing this show will help him see the value of that diversity that will help him more fully represent the people. Pence listened. Pence thanked them. Pence left. All right. Big deal. But a lot of people came out talking about boycotting Hamilton. And Donald Trump came out and said, Hamilton, y'all owe Pence an apology. That was rude. First of all, they're not the ones that fucking booed him. It was the people who went to Hamilton that day. What and I don't think that's what he. I don't think that's what he was even referencing. Them doing the monologue. And I think say, the monologue is what he was the referencing. Fuck they need to apologize for that for. What was wrong with that? This is what I'm talking about. Satan and his minions. Do you see? Satan is worse than Trump. Is if he, he real? Is he worse than Trump? If maybe he is he's real. doing his business through Trump, or maybe Trump's an ally. There's Satanists out here, you know. There are Satanists out here, but they ain't Satan. Like the Satan that's in the Bible and the Satan that's on paper. Well, listen. That ain't Trump. So if God can put, hit you, manifest into a burning bush, Satan can manifest as Trump and Pence and whoever else he wants. Maybe they're possessed. I don't know, but <laughs> <laughs> they're Satan and the men, or the, maybe they're just minions of Satan. Would that make you feel better if I said that they were minions of Satan and not Satan himself? No. Why can't they be minions? <laughs> they, because I don't want them to be. But they are. That's, that's subjective. Like saying that's you don't your want perspective. It to, that is like you say you don't want it to be cold outside, so you go outside in some shorts and a tank top and some flip flops. You right have now. no evidence that they are Satan's minions. You this don't is have a, a subjective that, opinion. You don't have evidence that they're not the minions either. I don't have to. <laughs> you are making the extreme assertion is it here. Extreme? Yes, yes, they are people. Are they? <laughs> they are people that have horrible interests. Like Satan. But to call him Satan. I said his minions. Pawns if, of if Satan. If Donald Trump was Satan, he could be doing so much shit right now. How you know that? That ain't what's to come. <laughs> Maybe this is the beginning of the end. Because until we see it, it ain't happening. Doesn't mean that I shouldn't be prepared for it. You like to live your life based on worst case scenarios. Satan's minions is my worst case scenario. You want that the absence of evidence is not the evidence of absence bullshit. Yep. <laughs> That's what you want. But that ain't what it is right now. Now, when hell start happening, I will come to your house. I don't want to have to say I told you so. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You sitting here saying, you just said what I've been saying the whole time. I don't want this to be the situation. But I still feel like it is. <laughs> they didn't have nothing to apologize then for. Then why would you say I don't want to have to say I told you so? You should just be preparing because to say I told I you so. I don't want this to be the beginning of the end. Makes me sad that we're living in the last days. <laughs> you can't have pessimism and optimism in the same situation. <laughs> you got to choose one. It's what I. It's it's how I live my <laughs> you life. You got to choose one. I'm in the gray. Life is about gray. This is my gray. Stuck between wanting it to not be true and being positive that it is true. Mm, positive is very strong. Well, it's where I'm at. But anyhow, <laughs> they don't have nothing to apologize for, and Trump's just an asshole, and Pence is. And they're millions of Satan. It's just representative <laughs> of the silencing of these groups. Like, because essentially what Trump saying apologize means is because that was the most rational, yeah, the most well thought out, yep, the most educated group of people that could have said this to an important person of power. 
And he basically said, you shouldn't have said that. Now, I think a part of it is that they he thinks that it was the wrong venue, but that would really what mean- the fuck else are they gonna get an opportunity? Well, what I'm saying is that would, in order for us to be like that's the venue, we would have had to see you listen to anybody in any venue <laughs> in that situation. So the fact that you ain't listening to nobody about these particular issues and these particular concerns of Americans, like those people are Americans. You know, it's regardless of the group that Donald Trump is putting together up there that is terrifying, they are still supposed to represent everybody in America. And that's the part that I don't know if Donald Trump got. You know, President Obama and the Democrats might not fully represent corporate interests and pro-lifers and those things fully, but he ain't taking nothing away in the context of how you believe what you believe as to where that Republican group tries to take access to things away. They're trying to take access to abortions away for people who want to choose that about their bodies. You know, they are taking the decisions and options away from people when you overturn allowing transgender students to go in certain bathrooms. You're taking things away from people that exist in America as Americans. And if you're not even willing to listen to a profoundly educated, awesome, amazing group of people who are intelligently saying, we're just concerned and we just want y'all to consider our concerns. And we hope that you do. If you can't even say that shit, where the fuck can you say it? When can you say it? How can a group of people address those concerns? And the concerns are valid when you are putting ex-members of the Klan, when you, Jeff Sessions is gonna be the attorney general. Jeff Sessions, who was so fucking racist, and those who don't live in Alabama may not know who I'm talking about, but he's just another of Satan's minions. Yes, that's what they are from now on. In my mind, Satan's minions. Tomato, tomato, nigga. (laughs) (laughs) Jeff Sessions was so racist that they wouldn't even let him do a federal judgeship. Like, they kept him from being able to do that. When that that level of racism has to be acknowledged in a place where it's not acknowledged often you are a terrible person he has decided to make jeff sessions attorney general so for the sake of the few people that i've had dialogue with on facebook about jeff sessions i don't know enough about jeff sessions i've got to go back and see what his racial history looked like to inform myself more about this decision but it's people that I've met that have defended Jeff well, Sessions as a decision. Well, they white, of course. And there but, are people who defend Trump and everything he's doing right now. So that don't mean shit to well, me. Well, I'm objective enough to still do my research so I know about Jeff Sessions, what I know. You know what I'm saying? The problem is, he is 69 years old. Every 69-year-old <laughs> in America is going to have some kind of racial something. Okay. Because if you talk about him being 69, he was likely just leaving high school when that integration and shit happened. And you know what? When you look at the pictures, when you look at the videos, it was five motherfuckers in a high school of 500 walking with the black people, holding the black people hand. And Jeff Sessions likely wasn't one of them. Hell no. He He was likely somebody that was against it. Like there have been enough racial situations in the history of our country that shows that people of certain ages they had opinions and thoughts on those things at the time that they were happen and history shows that not many liked it 
Most people, especially when you talk about white people that were having things removed from them and having these group of people that they have been conditioned to not feel a certain way about, now you got to mingle with them. People reacted to that in a certain way. I ain't saying Jeff Sessions is racist. I'm saying that he is of the age in which he is likely to have some racial predispositions about his life. And that don't mean he can't change. I was having this same argument about Hillary Clinton when I was talking about Hillary Clinton. And for me, I got to be fair. I got to be fair. If I was saying that, hey, 25, 20 years ago, Mass incarceration legislation was supported by Hillary Clinton that turned into bullshit for black people. How do we know that she's still racist today? You know, if I'm going to be fair, I have to ask that about everybody. You know, Jeff Sessions was the person that said that when Donald Trump did the whole grab him by the vagina thing, he was like, well, that's not rape culture. We, we don't we can't know what he meant by that. Mean. He was defending that. Well, that so, goes into misogyny and sexism. But if racism is the reason that we ain't racism is the reason that he didn't get the judgeship, the federal judge, why he was turned down multiple times for it. Racism, like it wasn't sexism, it was racism. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that it's not. I just got to do my research. I don't know enough about him. Fuck to, that to guy. Speak about him right now. Fuck Trump. But I got to now. <laughs> I mean, I know about Bannon. Uh, the uh. I don't know if he's the CEO or just the head editor or whatever it is of Breitbart, the alt-right website. So I don't know. I don't, it might be Steve Bannon, something Bannon. But <laughs> to your point, it's about to hurt every fiber of my being to say this right now. <laughs> but hold on. What's his name? Steve Bannon, who is... Donald Trump's political advisor quoted in their recent interview, Dick Cheney, Darth Vader, Satan, that's power. It only helps us when liberals gets it wrong, when they're blind to who we are and what we're doing. Who is power? Listen. Wait, no, no. I just want to make sure I heard you correctly. You did. Who is power? Satan. Oh, Satan. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I knew of this story when I was defending my position earlier. <laughs> this ain't nothing. This don't change shit. I want to let you know. It don't that change the damn thing. <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> okay. We gonna see. I hope I get to come tell you I told your ass Hell in four fire years. and brimstone star <laughs> from the sky. Well, ain't no point of getting past a fucking Donald Trump presidency and everybody die from fucking fire and brimstone. <laughs> That's bullshit. Well, they didn't die in the Bible from it, did they? Why wouldn't they? It destroyed. What if, if, it, if it rained the fire and brimstone? You think we just gonna be able to fucking? Maybe you can dodge it if the brimstone's big enough. Well, they also didn't have vehicles and gas stations and gas tanks <laughs> and tankers driving all around the interstate. They didn't have that shit back then neither. You could just go get up under a fucking big ass in a cave and survive that shit today. All our shit gonna burn down. Well, just don't it had rain here in two months. All our forest gonna fucking burn up like a goddamn match top. It's just gonna foof. We dead. We dead in Birmingham, Alabama. Okay? I wanna let you know that. We not gonna survive that shit. I still say say it's millions, but whatever. <laughs> I'm that's what I'm sticking with. Here for it. But I got to do more research on this shit. I've been I want to get out of politics, but I want to be informed to the level that I can confidently say, no, fuck Jeff Sessions. 
You know, I understand your perspective. You know, okay. but fuck him. So this still doesn't go to the point of racism, but it does to homophobia. So I have a friend, you know this friend, who is homosexual and has a husband that was in the military and was fired. And it wasn't outrightly said that it was because he was gay. It was understood that it was because he was gay. They wrote the legislator about this unfair firing and got a personal letter and he still has that letter and is trying to decide whether or not he wants to post it. He still has this letter, a personal letter from Jeff Sessions that basically told them to go fuck themselves. Like that he didn't believe that they deserved that right, that he basically should have been fired and he wasn't going to do anything to help them. This was not like a, a, a form letter. This was a personalized letter from Jeff Sessions. And he still has it. He kept it. He's a fuck boy. But you do your research and you let me know. But I mean, I'm sure you're going to feel like he's on board with the Satan's minions after you do. I mean, don't get me wrong. My, my fuck you old meter is really, really ready to say fuck you Jeff Sessions just based on the context. I used to be a fucking context clue champion when I was a little kid. You didn't have to tell me much about the situation. The context given told me a lot of what I needed to hear. The context of him being surrounded by the people that he's being surrounded by is telling me that he real close to being on the fuck you list. You know, but before I can say fuck you for the sake of the people I know that might be listening who have been supporting this motherfucker, I'm going to do my research. I'm going to do it. Okay. We're going to see. Don't expect it to turn up nothing positive. It, I, I and know. You, it's like, not it just, going to. And with, with those friends, we just have perceptual differences about life. We just look at the world differently. I look at the world through my black skin, and they look at the world through their white skin. See, here's the problem. And I had this same problem during the whole election and this is why a lot i don't have any trump supporters on my timeline because this is how i feel i respect everybody's right to their own opinion i would never tell somebody what they need to feel how they need to feel what they need to believe but that being said i do get to decide who i surround myself with and i am not comfortable surrounding myself with somebody that can give support to somebody that does not respect two very large parts of who I am as a person. I am a female. I am an African-American. I don't know how you can say honestly that you're friends with me yet support someone who says, fuck those two very parts, those very large parts of who I am. And so for me, I can't be friends, not because I, I feel like you shouldn't believe that. It's just the fact that you do believe that for me makes me uncomfortable about where I stand with you. Because I feel like you're one of those people that would be like, but you're not those kind of black people. Like you're not that kind. Like I would be like separate from the race as a whole. So for me, again, never will tell anybody how to feel. But what I found through the this whole election period is that for me, it's just... I don't see how you could support him and then still say you respect me as a person because he doesn't respect me. Two very big parts of who I am, but you support him. So I don't know. For me, I don't have Trump or Jeff Sessions supporters that are in my circle of friends because 
I don't trust them. And the thing is, I don't really, my perspective is, you are my friend for a particular reason, a specific reason. We're connected for something. And I kept you a part of my life for other various reasons. It wasn't because of your politics. It wasn't because of your profession. It wasn't because of nothing of that other shit that we're finding in society that we're discovering about other people. And there is a line that you can get on that makes me challenge whether keeping you around is worth it based on what our past connection was and how valuable you are to my life versus how much you take away from my life now with opinions that I don't agree with. But at the end of the day, differing opinions still sharpens the mind. It still helps either reinforce shit you already believe or expand what you believe and how you believe it. And I agree with that. I mean, I don't surround myself with yes people. You and I don't agree all the time on things, but we agree on the things that matter to me. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's not that I feel like you have to agree with me all the time, but these these kinds of things, like putting support behind somebody that has said the things that they've said, and then you you want to challenge and 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 support or uh, argue again. Like I I'm not no. So it's not that I, you have to agree with me all the time. I welcome you know. I love a good debate. Not on these issues, though. Like, for me, again, I don't see how you can respect me and support him and what he wants to do. The things that he's going to do that are going to affect my life. Like, you can say all day that you, you, you care about me as a person, but you don't care what happens to me if you support him and you know the things, he, the things that he said could have a trickle-down effect on me and people that look like me. You don't, I, I can't get with that, personally. That's I, just my own opinion and how I decided to go about it. And a lot of this goes into our differing personalities. I'm just, I, I feel like when it comes to a lot of things and in comparison to a lot of people, I'm willing to deal with much more vast extremes. Yeah. Just because I, I, I have a higher tolerance for fuckery and bullshit in I people. I have a very low tolerance. And I'm really <laughs> impartial to a lot of shit. Like, it just not much shit bothers me. You know what I'm saying? It's... Have you seen Have you seen Wolverine or uh, X Men Three, like of the original series? The movie. The what, movie. What's the name I'm, of the movie? Because I don't know what X Men Three is. The one where Jean Grey turned to the Phoenix. Yes, I have. Seen and that one. Wolverine had to go kill her ass. Yes. I feel like I'm Wolverine in that instance. In a lot of these situations, I'm the only one that can get to the bullshit <laughs> just because it don't fuck with me like that. You know what I'm saying? Like. I don't know why that scene just popped up in my head, but it's like nobody else was going to be able to get to her and his skin was peeling off and shit while he was trying to go and take care of her. I feel like compared to a lot of people, I can jump in that shit and still come out like, okay, whatever, you know, without being upset and frustrated to a certain degree. But again, you know, this that's my switch thing. I don't get upset or frustrated. I just cut you the fuck off cuz I I'm not going to like I'm not going to try to change your opinion because your opinion is your own. And I don't I again, I feel like politics, religion are, are two things that people feel very strongly about and rarely change their opinions on. If that's how you feel, great. You have a right to feel that way. I have a right to be friends with who I want to be friends with though. I have a right to to feel how I want how I feel about your opinion. So I don't get upset. I, none of the people that I, I'm no longer friends like we ain't have like a huge falling out and fuck you and none of that. Just okay, I see where you stand and that's cool and everything. But you won't be invited to my non wedding and um 
you know, my reception because I'm not having a wedding. <laughs> well, I mean, just and the thing is, it's important to me to discern people who are ignorant and could listen to somebody who give a different perspective versus somebody who just they just gonna be that way yeah you know and i feel like if if you are a person that can be in the trenches maybe helping other people see a different perspective then why not and that's just kind of my perspective and you know what at the end of the day i don't even know if i'm getting shit out of it it might not change nobody's shit but it might but at least i can be down there doing it mm-hmm. and, and the thing about facebook is i can be done whenever the fuck i get ready <laughs> i can just end that conversation or just not reply back or just be finished you know so it ain't like it ain't like i'm walking into a clan meeting <laughs> being like my life depends <laughs> on this shit like you don't know if i'm gonna die or not but would not suggest doing that they probably shoot you on site yeah um fucked up yeah well sticking with the reign of 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 politics the only other thing that i have is kanye west two things about him i would like to start with the political part to get that out of the way so kanye did not vote but he came out and said that had he voted it would have been for donald trump and that he feels like black people need to just get past this racial shit because it's us that like are creating an environment where the racial shit still matters um not that i'm surprised it's Kanye. I know what you're going to say on point. I know you're going to tell me that he lives in the land of unicorns, the top hats, the monocles. I know. Yes. I know that's where you're going. I know. I already know. Here's the issue. Like, I just, Trump came back out and <laughs> like was like, Kanye West is good with me. I would never say anything bad about him because he loves the Trump. And anybody that loves the Trump is okay in my book. So since he said nice things about me, never would I say anything against him, which is how kids, again, Donald Trump just reminds me, so, so many characteristics of his are toddler-like. That's what toddlers do. She said something nice to me, and so I'm going to say something nice back to her. Doesn't matter whether or not I like them or not, because toddlers don't have the, the ability to discern those different things yet. But because he said something nice, he's good in my book. Kanye West could be out here a serial killer for all fucking Donald Trump, no. But it don't matter because he said something nice. So he's a good guy. Um, he left himself a window, though. Donald Trump left himself a window. How did he leave a window? Because he said, I only talk shit about people who talk shit about me. Oh. And oh, so if he ever talked shit about him. Because. <laughs> don't Let's not act like Kanye wasn't on TV with talking about George Bush hate black people. Which takes us back to the black people need to let racial shit go. Motherfucker. You got on national TV. And fucking said that the president of the United States of America at the time don't give a shit about black people because of what was going on in the world, in our country at that time. We do that shit and because you just decided that you're going to endorse this fuckboy, this minion of Satan, then we need to let go of the racial shit. Are you fucking kidding me, Kanye? Get the fuck out of here. You but did this. There is a big variable, though. I know. This is pre-Donda Kanye. <laughs> Pre-Donda West Kanye. Yeah. We're talking about post-Donda West Kanye, <laughs> which we know how he became from 808s and Heartbreaks. Yeah. He was all kinds... His career has been weird as fuck after that. Yeah. And he got a cult following yeah. that will make him... 
continue to stay relevant, continue to stay popular. But for those of us who ain't followers of Kanye, we can see bullshit when <laughs> bullshit is present. And even his followers, which leads me into my next point about Kanye, because he's just been doing a lot of fuckboy shit here lately. Kanye had a concert, was at the concert, did a couple of songs, went into another rant, because this is the second time he's done a rant about Jay-Z and Beyonce and how Beyonce said that, you know, she wanted to win some award over him and so the whole point of doing this music shit is to win awards we can be friends and i could still want to beat you and get the award but okay and how jay-z hand called him and just just little bullshit like Kanye, they not here what are you doing like so maybe they won't take his calls and so he feel like this is the only way it's gonna get back to them what he's saying not really sure but after he goes on this rant that ain't got shit to do with why i paid all of this motherfucking money for these concert tickets he decided to end the show early and not do all the songs that he was supposed to do and not give these people their money's worth because he was in his feelings about some motherfuckers who weren't even present. I ain't got nothing to do with Jay-Z and Beyonce. What I do have something to do with is the price that I paid for this ticket and it was not for two songs and a rant. Nah, not okay. Man, I wouldn't answer the phone if Kanye West called me right now. <laughs> as intrigued as I'd be to be what see what it was about, I would assume it would be about some bullshit. Yeah, pretty much. I heard you been talking shit about me on podcast. I'm sending assassins after you. <laughs> I'm suing you for all the things you got. <laughs> we coming to take your car and your family away. I just said would expect it to be some bullshit. Like, under what context, and especially at this point, would Jay-Z believe that Kanye calling him would be a good conversation. Yeah, I'm sure they're not paying his fucking ass no attention at all. I'm sure that is the case, and that probably is why he's deciding to do this they at probably concert. Like, they probably got a fucking iPad, and Jay-Z sitting on the couch saying, babe, come, come watch this. Come look at this nigga. And they they, they smoking blunts, rolling $100 bills, <laughs> and they sitting on a couch that's embedded with money. Like, instead of having cotton and shit on the inside, it's got money. It's got money <laughs> just $100 bills. Like, that's... That's what Beyonce and Jay-Z doing. They don't give a fuck. No, they don't. But that's the, that's the problem. They don't give a fuck. Yet you shitting on the people who do give a shit about you. That that did pay their money to see you. That didn't pay to come and see you do a couple of songs and do a rant and get in your feelings and end the show early. And I don't even know if they're going to get their money back. I doubt it. Well, they need to be on that fool me once, shame on me. Yeah, hey, fool yo, me twice, shame look, on you shit. I wouldn't have never paid no tickets for no fucking Kanye West tickets at this point. So would never have been me. <laughs> what happened with them Janet Jackson tickets? <sighs> Do you know what happened? Did they get refunds yet or they st everybody still went on that fucking second date show? I don't know. See? <laughs> I would never fucking pay for another one of your shows Hell again. No. Right now, it's, it should be common knowledge. Don't pay for no goddamn Lauryn Hill show. <laughs> don't oh pay God. for no goddamn Janet Jackson show. And, and it Kanye should West. be. Don't pay for no fucking Kanye West you show. Right. Because it's unpredictable. Yep. You don't know what's finna happen. You're right. And don't, I, just don't. I would like to take this time out to say fuck Kim Kardashian West. Not because she's a Kardashian. Not because I think she be doing a lot of whole shit. Not because I think that she just came up off of a uh, a fucking porn tape and has no discernible skills even though all of those or, have been reasons yes have been in, in the, the past. past presently I'm not saying that because of that presently I'm saying this because 
I think she's a shit wife. I can't really speak. I don't think she's the greatest mother off of what I've seen, but I ain't there all the time, so I can't really speak to that. But as far as a wife is concerned, because let me tell you something. If I... I wouldn't have been married to Kanye West. But if I was married to a regular person who started having an unraveling that was very obviously some wrong with him, I would be doing everything in my power to make sure that he was good. I would not let him be out here making a fool of himself. I would not like even if that meant I okay, you know what? Until you you decide that you want to get some help, me and the kids, we're not doing this. We're not I'm not gonna because I don't even know how he is at home with them i could just imagine that it ain't the great like he because when you start unraveling you can't control that shit so to say well he wouldn't be that way around the kids you can't say that because somebody that's mentally unstable as he seems to be right now you don't know what the fuck he's gonna do so at the very least i would have been like you know what until you can get your life together until you decide that you want to get some help because i'm here i'm not leaving you I'm leaving this situation. I'm taking the kids. Like, I would be doing everything that I could because obviously you can't make him get help. He has to choose it. I would be doing everything in my power to create a situation in which he would try. But instead of just, like, being out here doing what the fuck she's doing. Like, I just... I don't think we have an appropriate gauge for the situation because she ain't no regular wife. I mean... They probably see each other for a week. (laughs) Every two months. But if that, you know, but like, the very idea of her saying, "Hey, I'm taking the kids, I'm leaving our house," like it don't matter. If we see each other all the time. As a man, you're gonna know your family isn't accessible for when you do want to see us because we've left. Because I can't take this. You got some shit going on. You need to hand like there are things that she could do even in because there's been other um there's been other celebrities that have had mental health issues that have had breakdowns. Catherine Zeta Jones. For example, where the family had to step in and be like, bitch, you need some help because what the fuck is going on with you? There are ways in which she could do this within their realm of how they live their life. That would be different, obviously, from what I would do if I had a husband that was unraveling. But I don't feel like I just honestly don't feel like Kim give a shit. As long as he's selling out these concerts, it don't matter if he get the people what they want. It don't matter if he starts to alienate his fans. As long as he's bringing in this money and doing what it is that she needs him to do i just don't think she care it don't seem like she care because she's still her and the whole family still be speaking like i mean they ain't got to get in the media and shit on him but you also don't need to be in the media like singing this nigga's praises when we all been seeing that he is unraveling like a motherfucker like he can't even control himself he could he used to be able to do it a little bit as far as like the music was concerned he can't even do that now i don't know he headed for a breakdown I really feel like at some point he just gonna crack I feel like that's where he's headed I feel like it's been happening since his mom died and it's been like a slow progression to this point where he is about to like I just think he gonna have a breakdown if we hadn't seen cracked Kanye yet then I don't know what the fuck he gonna possibly do Exactly. Probably that's fucking scary. find a way to destroy the earth. <laughs> like Pinky and the Brain ass motherfucker. Well, he might get in good with Trump and get them mm. nuclear codes and shit. I don't know. Ain't no telling. But I just I don't know. I, I just hate I hate to see that. One, because I really do feel like it all started with his mom dying. And I, that part, my heart goes out to him. 
It really does. And I feel like everybody in his life that would have been like, yo, you need to get some help. I feel like he didn't separated himself from those people and surrounded himself with a bunch of yes men that are just going to do whatever the fuck Kanye want them to do with a wife who going to do the same and her fuck ass family who going to do the same. And we're just slowly watching the decline of Kanye. And I hate that. I feel bad for him as a, as a mental health worker. I feel bad for him because when he does hit that bottom, he gonna hit it hard as a motherfucker, I feel like. And I don't know if he's surrounded by the people he needs to be surrounded with in order for him to get back out once he hit the bottom. I just don't know. Well, I don't really care enough. <laughs> well, damn. <laughs> my instinct my instinct is to defend Kim Kardashian, but I don't care enough. <laughs> I don't care enough. If I cared a little bit more, I may, might defend her from your ass. <laughs> but you know how I feel about Kim and the whole lot. I Fuck know all of them bitches. I know, I know, I know. Ugh. But like, if you had a client that was doing all she could to preserve her family and her marriage, not saying that Kim is doing all she could, but just. But got at a crossroads and didn't know what the fuck to do with a man that she clearly won't be able to influence, but it's still connected through either finances or through children or through whatever that's like was going saying, on. Being with somebody that's abusive, but because of all of those reasons, you just should just stay because you connected to that person. If he is becoming unhealthy and unstable, once again, it ain't a safe environment for y'all because when he cracked. It ain't necessarily going to be on stage. It might not be when he doing an interview. It might be one of them quiet nights when he's there with them and the kids and he's having a particular bad time missing his mom or whatever the fuck the case may be. For me, like I said, I really do think that Kanye is mentally like unstable. But but working with that client, we can't just say leave. No, we can't say leave, but I also wouldn't... (laughs) I would be pointing out to her the things that she's telling me. You've said this. You've said that. He's had all this trouble at work. What conclusion can you draw from that? Like, I can't tell her to leave, but I can show her what her options is because... For, now, Kim know what her fucking options is. She's choosing to but do we did, But we don't even know if that's what she's experiencing. So you think that Kanye doing all of this crazy shit on stage and stuff, but that he cool when he at the house with her or that he at regular and he just leave this strictly to the stage where he make his money at? No, what I'm saying is one week out of every two months <laughs> he might come home and be able to muster up six good days and one knowing that they ain't gonna see you for, for two weeks or oh, two man. months. I don't think that they, I don't think that it's up. I come home at six o'clock my day over and this is how our day look. That I don't think that's how it is. But even when he's there, even if he is there for six on and six off, I don't know. I just, I don't believe at this point it's six good days. I don't know how it possibly could be when he doing shit like this. Like, this is worse. Like, Kanye is is consistently getting worse. Like, this shit he wasn't doing, you know, three, four months ago. Like, he's progressively getting worse. And so, it, even if he was in a mind frame where he was able to kind of control it, the slower that you, I mean, the more that you unravel, the harder it is to control them, the, the out, whatever he got going on. It's hard. But it's possible. It's possible, but because I just don't think it's the that's situation where it's the opposite, where you unravel at home, but you maintain at work. It's some people that at work at work that never know that you're going through shit. 
But yeah. it's just you spend so much time at both of those. And with Kanye, he spends so much time on the stage and so much time around them people. That's where he going to unravel. I'm not saying he don't unravel at home. I'm just saying it's just a whole bunch of variables but about the situation. But knowing what you do know about Kimberly, do you think that even if he was unraveling at home that she would do shit about it? No, the same way most women wouldn't, especially if they don't spend that much time with him until it became a fucking problem. Like if she came out this bitch looking like Rihanna one day after Chris Brown treatment, I bet she'll be doing something. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> if there was some noticeable thing that we saw that but he did, even that, like, I think you're saying that in the way that I feel like that's how she lived her whole life, right? <laughs> you want to present this this whole little thing to the world type shit? Like, I just think that there are there are things that she could be doing that she's not doing, and I think she's not doing them because she don't want to do them because. She don't care. Kanye affords her a lifestyle, more of a life, because she did have money on her own, but now she got Kanye's money as well. She got two of his kids. He ain't around. So if he is out here doing fuck shit, he ain't doing it around me. I don't care. Yeah, he on stage making a fool of himself, but he's still getting them checks. We're still getting these checks. Me and and Saint and and North were able to go to Paris and and stay in Paris for two weeks and then fly to wherever the fuck and yeah yes my husband is unraveling before the world but my life my life hasn't changed because of it my situation hasn't changed because of it because he ain't never around so it don't matter I don't think that's exclusive to Kim I think that's exclusive to women in that context that's going through bullshit. It's a lot of women that deal with a lot of shit from a lot of men with a lot of power. As we hear about, about all of these women who have dated celebrities, who was doing bullshit, who they still stay connected to them for a bunch of reasons. A lot of them don't have shit. Like, if to leave means that I don't get nothing. I'm leaving everything. Kim ain't in that situation. Kim comes from her own little fucking dynasty or whatever the fuck they got going on. This isn't a this isn't a cheerleader who, like, was able to snag a basketball player and he started doing fuck shit, but now I done got used to this life, and if I don't have him, I won't have this life, so I'm just gonna deal with it type shit kim couldn't talk it her life would not change that drastically if she would have walked away from kanye it's not like she don't have her own money at all like it ain't that quite that situation with her like she got her own shit and we all know that she's just gonna bounce to the next person like her sister has done with tristan um whatever the fuck his name is she got rid of all uh, omar is it omar lamar odom lamar odom what Omar from I you put Lamar and Odom. together. Yeah, <laughs> Lamar Odom and just she just got her a younger, more stable version of him and just moved the fuck on. And Kim will do the same thing. I feel like when the time comes, cause she can. She don't need Kanye. She doesn't need him. This isn't a, a keeping the lifestyle type of a situation. She will still have this lifestyle. She will still travel. She will still have minks. She was still like all of those things that she's doing now. When this ends, and I feel like eventually it will, she's still going to have those things. Like, she's always had those things when she's broke up relationships in the past with famous people. I think that makes your point weirder. Why? Because because she have, she don't have to stay. She don't have to be in that situation. Like, she don't have to be in that. I feel like but it's not she's impact- not held hostage by all of that shit. 
So she could go if she wanted to. But she don't want to because she don't care. My my point is it doesn't seem like she cares about that's her husband. My whole point is this is your husband. This is your spouse. This is the man that you decided that you were gonna marry and have this lavish ass wedding and all of this shit. It's not even a it's about whether or not he has a spouse that gives a fuck about him and all of this that's going on. Because yeah, she can leave, but she's deciding to stay and not do nothing. We have to, but if she was doing something, would we ever even know? I feel like if we right would. now she was living with her mama, we wouldn't know. Wouldn't we? Because the you think I mean I'm talking about outside of the cameras. If she was staying with somebody, like if she was doing, we wouldn't know. They wouldn't let us know. The Why media, wouldn't they let us know? They love attention, media attention. That's what I'm saying. Yes, they would. Look uh, at the, think about this family, like Rob and his. Um, fucking girlfriend having all these dumbass fights and breaking all of that was put out for the world to see like what moment of theirs has ever been private like ever why would this be different why would this be different than anything else in their life if she was struggling if she was having to separate from Kanye why would they not like do what they always do with every other situation with Kylie with the with let's say everybody. that was the case let's say that was the case and Kim herself didn't want that shit to come out I don't know that she got a saying cause her mama seemed like she well, heard if, everything if she just wanted to call her mom and say well we going to this destination and we just gonna stay here for a while because we like it Kanye coming to tour up here or something like that and just not really be connected to Kanye like if they didn't want us to know about this if Kim didn't want people to know about that shit it's possible to happen. It could, but I just don't think it would be a scenario in which she wouldn't want people to know about it. Because, again, history, and I, again, I don't know what their current situation are, but the history of her, this family, and him, and that whole situation, everything is always put out front for everybody. To see. The good, the bad, the ugly. This is how they make their living is by putting their life out there for people to judge because their whole thing is any publicity is good publicity. So... I don't know why this would be different than anything else that has ever happened in their life. They've always put everything out there. Whether it's her sister having all of these babies by somebody who didn't want her or that breakup that they had after she had three of his kids and then they just decided that like everything that happens in their family Bruce becoming Caitlyn, nothing. They they put everything out there. I just don't know why this would be different. This ain't even the worst thing that's happened in this family. Like why would this be different? I just don't understand why this would be. When she broke up with the fucking basketball player after being with his ass for 72. Like everything else. Everything else has been. Even when after she had the kids, it didn't change. She posted naked on Instagram. Like everything is for public consumption because this is how they make their money. I don't know why this would be different. If everything is for public consumption, and this could be another thing that's for public consumption, the fact that it's not happening, if you believe that they're the media and attention whores that they are, would indicate to me that maybe there's not a problem. Maybe what's not a problem? Maybe there is not a problem that's worth addressing that will bring that media attention. If you believe that everything they've been doing to bring media attention, then maybe it's just, maybe it's not there. But what would there be to say? Like, this ain't... <laughs> It would be more media attention to say, oh, my God, because people are wondering how she feels about all of this. Right. That would be what the thing not to say Kanye uh, is is fine and he's good or or whatever the case may be. Like the way to get the media attention would be for her to do what I'm saying that she's not doing. To say, oh, we're worried, we're concerned. We They're not doing that. 
I don't think she cares. I don't think she cares about him. And he just going to unravel. And when he does, she going to move on like she always do. He's not a priority or a concern. He's just there. Yeah. She can spend his money while they're together. She He didn't gave her these two kids. And he just in the background until he ain't no more. It just don't seem like he, like, anybody, not even just her. Again, the because it seemed like everybody who says something to him becomes an enemy of his because he ain't ready to address it or whatever the case. He surrounds himself by the people who going to, like, co-sign his bullshit. So everybody in his life, he's doing that. Like, nobody is, like, everybody that's around him now seems like they people who just don't really care. Kanye making money for us. It ain't a big enough of a problem yet where we're we're like impacted by it so we're not gonna step in until it is until that day when he does like lose his shit at a concert more so than he's already done or he blows up the world or blows up another country not the world because then we really couldn't give a fuck about it either i guess Mm -hmm. but until that day comes where he does something like really really huge it just seemed like everybody's just content to just let him unravel and i just think that's sad i don't even like him like that but i just don't like watching people unravel it's just sad and the potential that he had is just i don't know I, it's only so much you can do when a motherfucker's unravel that's true from whatever perspective you at whether you they mama they child they daddy they brother they sister when a motherfucker is really unraveling for shit that's internal i mean goddamn, it ain't really that much you can do you know what I'm saying? You can talk to him every day. You have a conversation with him. You can get have an intervention with him. You can do a lot of different shit. But at the end of the day, none of that shit might work. And you can remove yourself from the equation, but that shit ain't easy. I mean, we see it on paper being easy for Kim Kardashian, but that's under the premise that she don't give a fuck. They ain't that connected. And that, you know, she just with Kanye, you know, for the loop or, or for the, for the, the, uh, attention you know that's just under those assumptions because if it if any of those assumptions are not true then it's a lot more that goes into it than those those particular situations those all gotta be true but i feel like they are so those are the assumptions that i'm making so yeah so they all have to be true for your perspective to be what it is but i just don't give enough of a fuck to think about it any more than this I just like I said it. I just feel bad for him because watching it is kind of painful every time I hear something it's just like oh my god it's, he just getting worse like he's getting worse it's not getting better he is gradually getting worse and worse and worse and I'm just waiting for that whatever the, the, the last little piece that, that last little crack I'm just wait, I'm waiting for that because it's coming it's absolutely coming to me it's just this just shit coming from a grief stricken narcissist. Like any grief stricken narcissist be on some bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like he just on a bunch of random isolated ass bullshit that just keep getting worse and worse and weirder and weirder. You know what I mean? Do you think that it's gonna come to a head or is this just, this just gonna be his norm from now on? It's just him on some weird bullshit that gets worse and worse. It's been his norm. This has been what he been doing his whole career, even before his mama died. But it wasn't this bad. It wasn't this bad, but it's and still... And it wasn't this often... Like, he is constantly in the news for some bullshit. What I'm saying? He's been narcissistically unpredictable oh, his yeah, whole career. Yeah, absolutely. After his mom died, it's happened more. Yeah. But it's happening consistently. 
it's, it's like it you ain't, don't think it's happening at a higher rate now that it hasn't increased no he do about three or four big things a year we can go look he do about three or four big things a year since his mama died probably starting with that taylor swift shit you know what i'm saying like three or four big things a year that's it he's still releasing his albums he's still doing his concerts but he got a new beef with somebody when he talking shit about him you know, he have a new situation going on in which he done said something that he meant but was stupid to say. Has he been disrupting concerts? Like, the fact that he just ended, like, now, he ended the concert when Kim got robbed. I, I gave him, like, whatever. But this shit, you just fuck y'all money. Doesn't matter. End the concert. I mean, this just number two for the 2016. That's just two of them things he did for 2016. Last year it was something different. The year before that it was something different. Next year it's gonna be something even different. We ain't even talking about this period of time where he was putting, where he still putting out homeless folks' clothes, acting like it's goddamn affordable for regular people. Like Kanye West is consistently doing bullshit. I don't think it done got that much more. I just think that it's starting to be different contexts in which he doing it, in which we seeing it, and it's gonna be continue to be different situations in different contexts. I mean, I hope it's not trickling over into his kids' shit. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, I guess I would rather Kim be disconnected enough to where she could get away from him if she just wanted to. I really would prefer that than but to you prefer know, narcissists. I mean, that has an impact on the kid. Why would it not have an impact on his kids? Like, it has an impact with every other narcissist that has kids. Like, why would he be different? Why would you think that it wouldn't be true? Well, if he only that six, like in my head, in my head, <laughs> he don't ever see his yeah, kids. Yeah, in my head, in my head, she raising his kids. Or the and nanny. her family the raising nanny. the nanny. The nanny, yeah. In my head, even when he there, he gon' in his head feel like he needs to spend most of his time with Kim. So I mean, I just don't think he gonna have that big of an impression on his kids as dad, you I know, rather so. than Kanye West. He gonna have a bigger impression on his kids as Kanye West than he do as dad. Okay, we'll see. That's what I think. I don't think we ever gonna see. Why but the kids gotta get older? Why would we not see? The same way we don't know what the fuck Michael Jackson kids is doing. <laughs> like they don't want to be known but again i i just i i don't know that the kids are gonna have that option considering the family that they're in this ain't michael jackson's kids where the family is respectable and saying hey you know we're not gonna put the kids out there if they don't want to be out there we not that's what chris does <laughs> like why would she do this differently with her kids and well, why would kim do it differently when that's what was done to her but this is the last thing i'm gonna say in my Google search <laughs> under Google Cards, for some fucking stupid ass reason, it keep updating me on the fucking Kardashian TV episodes <laughs> for the last month. I ain't searched that shit. Are you sure? Maybe I signed into one of your damn devices I, I, I and you searched some damn Kardashian. I don't search Kardashian <laughs> shit. Everything that I know about these motherfuckers is because of my timeline. I do not search shit. Don't have to. Well, let me tell you something. The last four episodes of they shit has rated under a three out of ten. Really? Yes. This shit say two point eight. That's surprising. So it's maybe more people... fucking surprising that this shit coming up on my Google cards. Well, that but <laughs> but what I'm saying is this shit ain't gonna last that long. This shit ain't gonna last that long. It's only gonna be so long that E deal with these kind of fucking ratings. So either some Kanye shit gonna have to boost these ratings up, or this show ain't gonna last long enough for them damn fucking kids to be teenagers. I mean, Chris, <laughs> I feel like Chris has some tricks up her sleeve. Chris gonna die. When she die, 
I mean, she old. She's not going to die Ain't before the kids are teens. How old is she? Chris is like maybe in her 50s. She's not that damn old. She's going to be a lot. She's going to be around when the kids get to be teens and when they're going into teens. I don't know why teens. I think she's so old. I, don't I feel know like she was like either. 68 or 69. I don't think. Maybe. She, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think she is. I don't think she that old. I don't, I don't think she's Trump old. <laughs> Probably not. Shit, I want to look it up now. That's so fucking hilarious that that's in your that. See now it's gonna really keep being in there. Go on, look up. Chris. I did, show sure did. No, I'm gonna change that shit on Google Cards. You can change that shit. How old is she? I don't know. Hold on. Oh, Wikipedia. Sixty-one. Okay. North is like what four now? Mm-hmm. She not gonna. She gonna be a teenager. If her wealth is an indicator. Yeah. Your wealth is an indicator of age. Yeah. I mean, of, of whatever. But anyway, we done gone on too long. <laughs> we got to stop. <laughs> we got to end. <laughs> uh, but anything else on your mind? I think I said plenty of this. This goes, see, you said I wasn't talking last week because I had Remy. Mm-hmm. I talked. <laughs> you talked about this Kardashian shit. That means I can't for the next two, three episodes. I just I'm I out. if we compile everything we done talked about out of all these episodes, you done talked about the Kardashians more than you talked about anything. Fuck. Next two or three until <laughs> ep- next year. So for the rest of this year, I'm not gonna talk about them. Y'all hear that? I'm gonna hold her to it like a motherfucker. For the rest of this year. So till twenty seventeen, no more Kardashian shit. All right. Well, until we come to the next conversation. We out. Holla.